This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show. <laughs> With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Time to bring in Joe Ingles. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Joe, I'm curious that, you know, we there had you, you on. I am. And we had you on a few weeks ago. <laughs> you were saying, you know, it, it kind of feels like the off season. We have been, is, everything's been stopped for so long. And I'm curious, you've been going to the arena, or not to the arena, you've been going to the, uh, the, the practice facility, you've been doing you know, work with one coach, and it, that's still not really your normal routine. I mean, you're, it's your normal drive-in, I guess, and you're on the same court, but it, it's not all the guys. At what point do you feel like you're back to normal? I mean, do you have to be in a film session with Quinn telling you you did something wrong in a defensive rotation? Will a five-on-five practice be enough? Even two-on-two and three-on-three? When will you feel like, yep, I'm back? <laughs> well, I've had a few clips sent to me anyway that he's obviously watched over the uh, thing, so I've had a few of those. Um, you've made the wrong decision here anyway. <laughs> um, so that's been pretty normal, I guess. Uh, no, I think, I mean, it's hard because even, like you said, like now we go in and we get one, one coach or whatever so we can keep the distance and, and whatever the exact rules are. Um, so it's still, I mean, more or less, that's what, a lot of guys, I think, would 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 be doing in the off season. You'd have one, maybe two people um, rebounding for you, and you kind of get your work in, and and then have the rest of the the day to, to kind of do whatever you whatever you please. So, um, it, I mean, it, I guess it feels more real in terms of the fact that we're the more talk that happens. Um, I guess the the closer it sounds like it's coming back. I mean, it's still. You guys might know probably more than me. I don't think we've actually. There's not been an official day. Like I think the WNBA came out and they, they're like they're playing. Like they're playing on this day with a 22 game or whatever season. Um, I don't think we've actually really, like set an actual day. So um, I mean, until we get told we're leaving on this day and we're first games here, it's it's still um, it's kind of hard, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely getting more of a feeling that we're we're starting to get back. Like you, like you said, driving in the facility every morning and and stuff like that. It's a bit more kind of normal to what our routines are. Um, but like you said, it's still weird with one one rebounder and only one guy on each court and, and stuff like that. So hopefully sooner or later we'll get to get kind of get the the group back together. But uh, I'm not in. Like I said, I'm not in those phone calls. So when it comes to past that you're finally out there in a few weeks, do you think it'll feel more like the extension of the 1920 season or almost like a preseason tournament to the 2021 season? Yeah, probably, probably a bit of both. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to, to, I mean, explain what it felt for whatever, coming up three months or whatever. Um, it's, it's been a really weird situation just, um, not knowing at all the start, and, and obviously, like I've stated pretty clearly, not feeling like you wanted to even play basketball at all, and then um, things kind of slow down a little bit, and, and 
the cases go down and you think it's all positive, obviously there's been a bit of a spike now, so it's interesting to see if that is going to affect anything with us. Um, but, yeah, I just don't... This, this whole kind of time from March 11 or whatever it was is, has been a really bizarre time. I think everyone's learning and, and listening and, and trying to figure it out on the fly because we obviously haven't gone through something like this. Um, so it's, uh, it's an interesting time. So I'm curious the reaction, you, your teammates, your friends around the league, as you, as you talk to them, um, and, and I know you, you don't like to speak for other guys individually, but maybe you can just give us a sense of kind of where most of the group is or two-thirds of the group is, something like that. Because we hear, um, you know, the quotes from Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard, and they've got their reasons for thinking, well, maybe they shouldn't play. But then Patrick Beverly comes out with what I thought was uh, one of the top <laughs> tweets of the year, if LeBron is hooping, we're all hooping. That was, I thought, spot on. Yeah, Do most guys um, feel like you're playing no matter what. Maybe there's stuff to iron out, or a guy's thinking, wow, maybe I better have a plan B because maybe we aren't playing. Yeah. Um, I think one of the, and I don't know how much publicity it got. Um, I saw it, obviously, because he's my teammate, but, but what Ed, Ed Davis said, yeah. um, I think it was a few days ago now, Um with a few of those guys, it's really easy when you've made X amount of money and all that to say you're going to sit out. Um, but, but it's also not directly affecting just us. Like, we could all, or a majority of the NBA players could retire today and probably live a, a reasonably nice life for the rest of their lives. There's a lot of people that um, this affects that aren't directly... I don't see them on a day-to-day. Like they might work in the offices and go, we, we've obviously fired and furloughed or whatever um, a lot of employees and um, the, the cleaning staff that cleans the arena after there's a lot of things that, that, that go a lot deeper and further than just, just us playing um, like with our own thinking about ourselves um, I mean do I think we'll play I think yeah I think we're going to play um, do I think people are going to sit out I, I absolutely think there'll be some players that, that don't play or that sit out um, do, like in terms of our teams, so like we've we've had a lot of talks about it. Um, no one's directly said like, "No, I'm not playing." Um, I've obviously stated what I had said at the start. Uh, I feel um, that if we did go back to play, the NBA would would kind of do everything as as right as possible, apart from playing doubles in ping pong or whatever we're not <laughs> whatever we're not allowed to do. They got uh, they got posted, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of guys... Uh, I do think it's split. I think there's guys that want to play, and I think there's guys that um, aren't sure if they should be playing or not. Um, so, yeah, we just have to, to see how it's going over the do you think about when you're down there in Orlando, when you're not playing or practicing, what you'll be doing? Does that concern you? Say that again? Do you think about when you're down there in Orlando, when the time comes, and you're not involved in a team activity you'll have free time but yet you'll be three thousand miles away from home you won't be able to go there might be some boredom does that concern you at all yeah i mean it's um it's again it's something that we haven't had to to really deal with like i've i've done an olympic games where you're in a a smaller room and you're on a campus and it's probably as kind of Close as what this situation is going to be, you can probably get through. So I think a lot of international guys that have been, all the Americans that have, have been to an Olympic Games, understand that kind of 
concert, but obviously it's on a, it's on a bit of a different level because of the restrictions. We're, we're not. I mean, there's there's I think Woj and Zach Lowe and a couple of guys started tweeting what what were the rules and regulations and. Um, they're very different to what they were at the Olympics. We could kind of be free to do whatever we wanted to do at the Olympics, minus um, some really silly stuff. So um, I think it's going to be it's going to be really different. There's, we're obviously going to be in a in a in a campus or hub or whatever it's called, and be allowed to see people. But obviously, there's you want to stay away. You're obviously hoping that every other player is, is doing the right thing. Um, not only for themselves, but for their teammates and for everyone else that's in, in that hub because we're all going to be pretty close to each other within however many... There's only three or four hotels. I mean, there's 22 teams. There's going to be a few a few teams at each hotel. So, um, yeah, it's going to be... I mean, it's going to be it's going to be really bizarre. But uh, I think, like I said, I think we're going to play. And um, uh, I think the NBA will... Along with Chris and those guys that are um, kind of on those more important calls than, than what I'm on, um, will iron out as much as they can and, and make it as safe as possible. And um, I, I think a lot of fans, media, a lot of people want to see us play. Um, so, uh, like I said, I think we'll, we'll play. It's just probably ironing out a few little things here and there. So for fans, you know, they see you guys play and, you know, maybe they hear, you know, a few post-game quotes or shoot around or whatever. And uh, Ed's new and he hasn't been playing a lot. So I think a lot of fans don't know him. But for fans who read that Hoops Hype piece, and during the break I'll put it up on my Twitter feed if you want to go read it, he addresses yeah. a lot of points. And he addresses both sides of several points and then explains why he thinks what he thinks, even though he knows what other people – is. Is that just how he is, or was that to some teammates maybe a little bit of a revelation or a side of him you don't see all the time, or is that just who he is every day and we don't know because he's brand new to Utah? <laughs> no, I mean, he is um, he is quieter in general. Uh, I think uh, you guys would all know and, and probably see that. We, we as in me and, uh, and George, we, we get a bit more because we sit with him on the plane. So we, we sit there and we play cards and we... We talk about a lot of things. It's, um, it's probably the, the, one of the, the most fun things about, for me, sitting on the plane at the table and, you know, we play cards and, like, goof around a lot. But we've had some, like, some really... Well, I've had some awesome conversations over six years of sitting there with, with Joe Johnson, with, with Gordon, with, with Ed, with George Hill. There's, there's been a, um, an awesome group of guys that have always kind of sat around the table and... Um, We've had some really, some really awesome conversation. I've, I've tasted with Ed this whole, whatever we've, whatever it's called, shutdown thing, um, about different points and all that. And that's, yeah, I mean, that team is, is extremely intelligent. He, he fully understands the business side of the NBA. And, and obviously, like you said in that, um, the article, he understands both sides and he understands why people don't want to play. He understands why, why we need to play. Um, um, but that's it. He, he, like I said, he's extremely smart. He, he's all over um, a lot of the NBA rules and regulations and, and stuff like that, and, and same in, in kind of general life. So, um, yeah, he's been someone that probably when I first met him and um, kind of had him around our team, obviously for a little while. I didn't didn't know I didn't know him at all personally, but getting to know him, um, that's that's just who he is. 
Obviously, this country is going through a lot of unrest right now. You are in this country, uh, but you're not an American. How much do you follow it? Yeah, I mean, you, I don't want it to sound like wrong, but you have to. You don't have a, a choice, you, um, especially, like you said, being... I guess it's a bit different for me being from Australia um, and probably not knowing um, as much of the, the history, of, uh, American history, as... Um, what I do kind of today and, and what I want to keep kind of learning going forward. Um, and it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's one of those things for me, like I said, that you, you, you're learning and listening because there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that I didn't know. And, and obviously, whatever I've been here six years now, I've had a lot of teammates and like I said, like these playing cards on the thing, like you, you talk about everything and we've, we've talked about a lot of stuff over time. And um, I think for me, it's, um, a lot more listening and understanding, and, and I've had had a lot of kind of phone calls or texts with with teammates, um, present teammates that I've, I've played with now and guys in the past, and um, Paddy Mills from Australia, who, who we've had we've got our own history in Australia. Um, yeah, it's something that obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna obviously fully support support my teammates, and and um, I think I was I think it was Kyle, Kyle Corver said the other day like you. We, we have to listen, we have to understand and, uh, or try and understand as best as we can. Um, and like he said, like I'm going to stand with, with my teammates um, like he is with his and, and with the league and, and, and everyone else. Uh, um, it's like, again, like the, the virus, it's something that I've, I've had to learn about um, kind of on the fly. Um, you, you do bits and pieces of research and, and you talk to guys uh, we've had conversations in our in our film room over time um, of different issues and stuff, and guys speak out. And it's, for me, like I said, being an Australian, living in this country, um, it's eye opening, and I and I want to keep listening and learning. And um, yeah, it's what I'm going to continue to do because it's obviously something that's so new. So, how much? I mean, the specific events that you learn here. You know they're going to be different, but how much do you see similar themes with what you know of Australian history? Because I didn't know much about Australian history, but my TV station had me down in Australia at the start, just at the start of the Olympics, and I think her name's Kathy Freeman, right? The woman who yep. um, who lit the torch, and uh, we were there was a huge outdoor party at Circular Quay right on the water in Sydney, and they had these big TV screens up, and there were tons of people everywhere, and a lot of them were like really emotionally moved. And later on, I read stuff, and so I get some of the backstory. I mean, I knew a little bit of it, but there was a lot of stuff I didn't know. And so I just wonder how much these themes are universal, even though the names and some of the specific dates are different, the themes are universal. Yeah, um, I think there's definitely similarities um, in a lot of things. I don't think, I think every country and and individuals and, and whatever, um, experience different things. Um, I was listening to, again, kind of referring to, to Pal, I was listening to Paddy Miller's podcast. Um, he did one with an Australian, uh, pretty well known, and just, just listening to that. And I've known Paddy for 15, 17 years or something, and, and I'm listening to it and, like, and still learning things that, that I should know, really, as an, as an Australian. Like I said, America is a bit different, not, not coming from here. And, um, probably not fully understanding, and especially the first couple of years, like as as 
bad as it sounds, like you're so locked into like my job and my career, and I'm trying to make it in, in the NBA. And um, it takes an unfortunate thing, but it takes this for, for a lot of people to sit down and listen and learn. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I was I obviously know a bit more about the Australian history, but even sitting there. Um, like I said, listening to Paddy's podcast, it's um, it's eye-opening stuff, and I, and I think it's something that, like I said before, we all need to to listen and learn and, and try and understand um, where a lot of these guys are coming from. Um, to, to kind of put yourself in in that position where um, it's it's tough. It's like you've seen a lot of people; it's a lot of difficult conversations, uncomfortable conversations, but um, it's obviously something that's, that's really needed right now. Joe, you said when you go into the gym, there's only one rebounder. Let me correct you. He's not rebounding, Joe. He's just standing under the hoop, taking it out of the basket when it falls through the net. Pretty, pretty much. Maybe not the first few sessions, but, but now he is. It's, uh, <laughs> it is funny, obviously. Yeah, you, I mean, you've got one, one guy there, so it's, it's a little bit difficult or whatever sometimes. You, you can't fully... Um, kind of do everything you want to do because like you guys have seen come in we've at least got kind of two coaches at every basket every basket so there's a rebounder and a passer it it flows flows pretty well um but if you have a a bad miss and it goes all the way out to the other corner it takes a few minutes to uh to get it back and start again but um i mean it is what it is at this time we've obviously got to follow the rules and um be like every other team we've we've got to do the right thing and, and keep ourselves as safe, obviously, as possible, and, and the coaches that are with us and the, the people that are in the, the stadium. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's bizarre at times, but it is what it is. You've, you've got to follow the rules. I always assumed you were one of those pure shooters who could just stand at the free throw line, and the rotation was so spectacular that you swish it, and then it just spins right back to you. I mean, I'm surprised you even need one rebounder, Joe. Have you seen how, like, cocked out my elbow is? Yeah. <laughs> My follow-through changes every time, and sometimes my feet are close together. Sometimes they're wide apart. I'm a uh, little, little unorthodox, man. <laughs> as long as it goes in, that's well. Kyle, like Kyle Corbin can go and do like a shooting clinic. This is just like perfection. Um, I don't think too many people are going to look at me and be like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to shoot like Joe." Like, <laughs> that's not happening. Maybe, maybe percentage-wise or something like that, but not uh not by form. All right, Joe, I know you got to run. you got to get in and get your workout going. We're probably going to need to let you go here. But uh, as always, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. No worries at all. Thanks for having me.